You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. <laughs> hey, hey, there it is. That's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets. Whatever the problem is, pet professionals standing by. Yeah, I'm a professional. Ready and willing. <laughs> pet lovers. Pet lovers. Lovers, lovers, lovers. Standing by. Lovers in a dangerous town. Standing by. Ready and willing to help you out. Uh, pets, 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 pets. All right. Yeah. So um, lurking over in the corners. Uh, what corner? Which one? Sam, ladies first. Hiding in the basement. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Oh, you? I'm not in a corner. You're in the corner of the screen. <laughs> oh, me, it's horizontal. Ah, oh, fair enough. Vertical. Well, Sam's here. <laughs> Sam Nork. <laughs> Here. Sitting across the table from me. Hey, Matt Fox. Happy to be here at uh, the my table. Name, my name's Jamie. Just making sure everybody has a good time. Animal Talk, it is America's Pet Show. We got so much lined up on the show today. Samantha, um, yes. there's uh, there's something. You, you missed it. You picked the worst day not to come. Uh, Did uh, you guys go bowling? No. We have. We got a, we got a, a, a mascot. We got we brought we got a we got an animal talk mascot and he's here in studio. So we have an animal talk mascot actually in studio. And the thing is, you have to figure out what this animal is. Oh my god. It's time for the mystery animal on Animal Talk. All right, here you go, Samantha. This is how the mystery animal works. Uh, we're, we got we, he's right here. You couldn't see him because he climbed up. He's a climber, right? So that's a clue there. He's a bit of a climber, and uh, so you can't see him because he's climbed up, right? So okay. um, otherwise, you would see him. And and so I'm going to tell you some things about this animal, Samantha. And you got to figure out uh, who this guy is, right? You got to figure out. Animal. Who our, our, our mystery yeah. animal is. Yeah. You ready? So that's the thing. So I'll give you a couple yeah. of clues, right? So ponder. Don't You don't have to give your guess right now. Um, probably better if you don't. <laughs> we'll kind of stretch this out, Sam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So let's try. We'll, we'll belabor this point a little bit uh, if we could. So, yeah. So we're going to give you some clues, and you're going to try to figure out uh, if, if you think you know who it is. But we're also going to be talking to uh, author today. Uh Elliot, Mister, it's uh, the the Popper Penguins Rescue, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sharifer, I, I think it's Sharifer. I'm going to ask him how to say it. Elliot Sharifer is the author uh, of this, and so uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk to uh, the author of the Popper Penguin Rescue. Rescue we have his yeah. book coming up. We'll be talking is to him. Animal? We'll be penguin? talking talking to him shortly. No. <laughs> but uh, the animal is is not a, a penguin. Uh, the mystery animal. Uh, he is a he's a herbivore. Do you know what a herbivore okay. is? And yes, then they eat plants. Not and meat. then uh, it is a mammal. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you, it's a mammal, and I resemble a monkey, but we're not related. So that's huh. our that's our first. Those are your first clues. There, it's a herbivore. It's a mammal. I resemble a monkey, but we're not related. 
Interesting. So those are your first set of uh, first set of clues, Matt. I don't think you. I mean, you could uh, see him. Isn't he cute? Yeah, I can it's see him. It's just about you know. Are you lying? It's our favorite mascot ever. And actually, Sam, you might scream yeah. uh, when we find out who it is, and then I tell you the second part of it. It's actually. Right. Um, so yeah, but he's like he's up in the. I hope he doesn't chew any wires or anything. <laughs> Careful up there, buddy. All right. I can't tell if you guys are lying or not. I'm just going to assume it's real. <laughs> That's the point. Oh, there he goes. The mystery. Oh, one again. The mystery. The mystery. Uh, mystery watching. animal on Animal Talk. Um, so yeah, he's he's a he's a cool guy. But uh, there's some there's some bad there's some bad hombres in the world, Matthew. Yes, there are. There, I, I got to tell I, you, man. I know two of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other I, one's not here. Did I? I just lost my story. Oh no! Um, it's right there. Oh no! Here it's on. It's on Safari. It's not on. Shame on you for not being on, on Safari. Chrome. Yeah. So, a UK thief who stole penguins what? and sold them on Facebook Jerk. is being sent to prison. Good. Being sent to prison. Is he gonna have to wear a tuxedo? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he might be Waddling. doing like what's a tuxedo walk. <laughs> Waddle in. That's it. Uh, so a former a former bird keeper stole a pair of penguins from a British zoo, then sold them on Facebook. He's been sentenced to 32 months in prison. Not enough. No, no not enough, but not, good. I'm glad. He got sentenced for something. Not enough. Um, so, yeah, so the UK thief, he stole penguins. You know, Samantha, penguins, penguins. is practically chickens. They taste like chickens. Sure. Sorry. I don't know. No. <laughs> That's that Bugs Bunny cartoon. It is that Bugs Bunny cartoon. Right? So, oh. No. It's, uh, can you help a fellow American who's down on his luck? <laughs> no. No. Can you help a fellow American who's down on his luck? Takes his stuff, stuffs a penguin in his hands. Uh, okay. So here we go. This is coming out of London off the AP wire mm. and uh, reading this from the U.S. News. Mm. Uh, a former birdkeeper stole a pair of penguins from the British Zoo and sold them on Facebook. He was sentenced just on Friday uh, to 32 months Good. in prison. Bradley Tomes, 25, sentenced by a judge at Preston Crown Court for taking uh, Humbert, Humbert, Humboldt pregnant uh, penguins. 20, he said he's 25? Humboldt, yeah. He was a penguin. He was a bird keeper there. Yeah. Pablo and Penny, they were named. These guys had names and he stole these penguins. Oh my God. I know. Why did he even steal them? Hey, did Pablo. He hey, Penny. Penguins? You guys want to go for a ride? <laughs> you want to go for some ice cream? Hey, come uh, on. Sir, um, will you come here, please? Is, is that a penguin in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> Are you just happy to see me? <laughs> so, Pablo and Penny from the Lakes Safari Zoo in Northwest England, uh, he had per- previously worked in the aviary there. Hmm. So uh, the prosecutors said that uh, Tomes broke into the zoo twice in 2018, stealing penguins oh and numerous other birds, including spoonbills, egrets, and macaws. What a jerk. I know. He's like ripping off a, a bunch of birds. It's awful. It's awful. He was arrested after an animal collector who had bought the penguins from him for over $10,000. So he was able to sell these things for over ten grand, Over ten grand, He sold them for over $10,000. But the guy who bought them contacted a veterinarian because the animals were in poor health. And the veterinarian said, where the hell did you get penguins? 
It's not, like you, it's not like you could get a kangaroo or whatever. And then, it's illegal yeah. to have them. Yeah. So these penguins, he's like, this guy stole them, $10,000. And the veterinarian's like, uh, I don't think you're supposed to have these penguins. Time out, time out. And then where did you get those guys from? Where'd you get Penny? Yeah. Where, where yeah, did yeah. you get those guys where, from? Where, where, Time Pen- out. This, uh, these, these penguins look awful like Penny and Pablo that were just stolen from the zoo. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So he, uh, he was arguing with the person, and the guy's like, you know, you, you ripped me off with these sick penguins. What are you trying to do? And uh, he's like, I'm, I'm calling the cops. And Tomes right. was like, no, no, no. I'll give you your money back. I'll give you your money back. He's like, yeah, okay. Come on. Bring me my 10 grand back. Right, right. right. And, and so he's like, all right, all right. So he goes over Tomes. Goes to the buyer's house with the refund and was re- arrested by waiting police officers. Good. Yes. So Wendy Evans of the Crown Prosecution Service said Tomes showed utter disregard for the well-being of the birds he stole from his previous employer. And he did it all for financial gain. Oh, he gain. was employed there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He worked at the zoo. So he had the inside scoop. Right. Um, so in the police interview, he denied committing the offenses. I don't know. The penguin just followed me home. How do you deny it? How do you, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Caught. How do you so, deny? <laughs> yeah. You were the one who sold them. Yeah. Like, and uh, oh, I was just giving $10,000 to this person because I felt bad for him. So anyway, so uh, 32 months for stealing two penguins uh, from the, the zoo there. Not in, enough time. Uh, The Lake Safari Zoo in England, Northwest England. Yeah, not enough time. I don't think it's uh, uh, enough time because penguins are our friends, darn it. They are. They're so well-dressed, man. So, Samantha, we're working on that mystery animal. Do you have an idea who the mystery animal might be? Possibly, you but got... I don't know if it's right or not. All right. So I'm, let me give you a couple more clues, right? So the mystery okay. animal. The mystery animal. He's, he's hanging out here. we got a new mascot in the Animal Talk uh, studios, mm-hmm. and he's hanging out. And so Matt and I are going to give you some clues, and you got to figure out who the mystery <laughs> animal is. Uh, he's a herbivore. He's a mammal. Uh, he res- he, I resemble a monkey, uh, but we're not related. Here's a couple more clues for you, Samantha. He's actually related to armadillos and anteaters. Actually related to armadillos and anteaters. Okay, I don't know if I'm right anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if faced with a predator, they become they become sluggers and bitterly uh, biting fiercely, hissing and slicing with their claws. <laughs> okay. Well, so he's really mellow right now, though. He's yeah. like, because we're not predators, we're all pals. Yeah. So he's oh, not okay. he's not slicing and and anything right now. He's cool. We're all cool. We're buds. We didn't steal them from the zoo or anything. It's a bunch of Fonzies hanging out. It's all, it's all good. Yeah, we're a bunch of Fonzies. We're a bunch of Fonzies right now. <laughs> we're all cool, man. What's Fonzie like? He's cool. All right, we'll be cool. I love obtuse uh, Pulp Fiction. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but uh, I, I mentioned earlier that uh, – because I, I read that story about the stolen penguins. Right. Uh, again, again, because we do that. We got that coming up later in the show too. Mm-hmm. Samantha, it might be your lucky day. Uh, we do a, a story called Fa- a Fact or Fiction. We play yeah. a game and, and I look for headlines and then make one up. Mm-hmm. People got to figure out what's true. Uh, and, and I came across a story about a penguin. And I'm like, wow, how fortuitous. Because today on the show – Yes. Uh, I'm going to screw it up. <laughs> Sharifer. I'm saying Elliot Sharifer, and he's going to correct me. But uh, The Popper Penguin Rescue uh, is the book. Uh, the beloved Mr. Popper's Penguins. It's it's uh, well known. That's from what, 1938, I believe, or it's, something it's, like that? Uh, Sherman, set the Wayback Machine. Yeah. That is a, it is a classic. And uh, what we have in our hands here, literally in our hands, uh, is is a, a new classic. Uh, and we have and, – and we're lucky enough. How about you shut up and bring the guests down already? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we got Elliot with us. And uh, Elliot, welcome to Animal Talk. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Sharifa, am I saying that right? No. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> but I take uh, any pronunciation. I really don't mind. I won't call you out if you mispronounce it later in the broadcast. All right, fair play. Schrafer. Schrafer. Okay. Yeah, Schrafer. All right. Schrafer. All right. So, Elliot, um, so the Popper Penguin Rescue. A- Elliot, uh, you all kind of awards. New York Times bestselling list, uh, a bunch of children's awards. You, you've written two adult novels and, and four kids' books, uh, young adult and, and children's books, uh, and they've landed themselves uh, all sorts of, of various awards. Yes. Um, so, but this, I mean, Mr. Popper's Penguins, uh, my mother was a librarian, right? So she worked in Hamtramck Public Library. Oh, wow. Uh, Hamtramck is a small, we're here in the Metro Detroit area. Hamtramck is a small city. It's a boat this big uh, in in the center <laughs> of the city of Detroit. It's one of those cities encapsulated in the city of Detroit. Uh, so it was a Polish community. So my mom was a, a librarian at Hamtramck Public Library. And then she was uh, the librarian at uh, where I went to grade school. Wow. Uh, and then she left there. When I, when I was entering first grade and, um, so all my siblings went through, I was the youngest and, uh, Elliot, we'll get to you. Just for a little <laughs> We hadn't talked enough. About, we haven't talked about enough about me yet. So just get comfortable. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so, but so all my older siblings went through, I, I come into first grade and she leaves and goes to high school. And I was jealous as hell because my, my siblings, she would come as the librarian of the school and she would go into like first and second grades and, and read to the kids. And one of her favorite books to read to the kids in school yeah. was Mr. Popper's Penguins. Uh, and she actually came back. Okay. Um, she left, she took a day off work at the high school and came back to read Mr. Popper's Penguins to my first grade class because I missed out on it because I thought I was like bumming. I was like, I was like, I must have thrown a tantrum or something. I want my mommy back. You got to see how things are about me a little bit, Elliot. You can see how that played out. Um, and, and deep psychology too. Yeah. So, but, uh, Elliot, how dare you? Uh, write a book about Mr. Popper's penguins. No, but seriously, I mean, that, that's kind of a brave undertaking. Uh, cause it's, it is such, it, it, it's, it's, it's an, an iconic, iconic, it's a very iconic, it's story. an iconic book. So, yeah. uh, what gave you the gumption to, 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 to j- dive into the, the yeah. Popper penguin rescue? Well, I love a conversation that starts with how dare you. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, I actually, I was really apprehensive around writing a follow-up to the original book, um, mainly because I read it and really loved it when I was a kid. And then um, I was also really afraid, you know, like, Grease 2 is out there and no one can take it back, you know? Oh, like, yeah. all these <laughs> right. terrible sequels that exist. <laughs> and I did not want to create the Grease 2 of uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins. So I was, I was feeling pretty apprehensive. Um, and on my reread, I was also worried that through adult eyes or through 2020, year 2020 eyes, um, that's funny, I never really thought about it, um, <laughs> that it would uh, look really antique and like it wouldn't, it wouldn't work well as a follow-up now, but mm. it actually really holds up. And I think in the original, what comes through so strongly is Mr. Popper wants to do right by his penguins and he'll like move heaven and earth to make them okay. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, he has a very 1938 uh, version of what that might look like. Um, but I still, whenever I felt lost or apprehensive or scared about writing this follow-up, I just came back to that kind of emotional core of the original book mm. and thought, you know, as long as it's, about people trying to do right by these animals, I think it's it's a spiritual successor to the original, even if uh, I don't dare to try to live up to its exact level. 
Yeah. And so is there, a, it seems like there's, uh, I love the illustrations and it kind of, uh, it's a nod to the originals, uh, with the illustrations. Right. Um, you know, in, in, in black and white. And, uh, I, I just, I, I love the illustrations. Um, what can you tell us about the, uh, illustrator and what's going on with these? Yeah, sure. Um, so it's Jim Madsen and he, they did a reboot of the original Mr. Popper's Penguins, I think around 2006. Hmm. Um, and it was timed to, for the release of the Jim Carrey movie, mm-hmm. which oh, yeah. I watched the Jim Carrey movie just to get ready for this. It's actually very different than the original book. Have any of you seen the movie from yes. 15 years ago? Yeah. Um, so they did the re-release based on that. And, uh, and so he was, he's still around. Obviously the artists from the original from 1938 are no longer with us, but mm-hmm. he was more than happy to, to do the art for the book. So it's interesting. I've never written picture books. I think, Picture book writers learn very quickly that writers and illustrators are kept very separate um, because we writers tend to be very pushy and self-centered. And so we'll say, that's not the color of shirt that I imagined. Or like, they're supposed to be walking down a smaller street than that. And the illustrators feel sort of impacted by the writers. Yeah, some of the, um, so some of the, some of the, some of the praise. Thing. Yeah, Elliot, some of the praise is like the callbacks that you did from the original story. Uh, you, you, the people have been commenting about that about the book itself. You you did some callbacks, you know, from the original story with the illustrations and what have you. So uh, what was some of the uh, inspiration behind the new uh, story that you came up with? Yeah, well, I wanted to, so one thing I definitely didn't have the gall to do was to sort of try to just pick up on the day that the original book left off and mm-hmm. then begin the new story. Um, that felt, I wasn't, I wasn't ready to be the Atwaters, the authors of the original book. Um, and also, the end of Mr. Popper's Penguins, I don't know if you guys remember, but Mr. Popper gets these penguins from the Antarctic that are sent to him by an explorer. Yes. Um, and he raises them. And then the last chapter is he realizes, oh, the Arctic doesn't have any penguins. I should just bring mine up there and they can have it all to themselves. It'll be amazing. <laughs> right. And so like the last picture is him just waving at the, ba- at the back of the ship. Have yeah. fun storming yeah, the, the castle. castle. <laughs> <laughs> and he's bringing this invasive species up into the Arctic. <laughs> Like 1938 was probably like, that's the perfect conservation solution. <laughs> um, and so I realized that was my tallest order was I have to somehow do justice to the ending of the original and roll it back. Um, and so not have these pirates up in the Arctic, which also, even if they survive, they get eaten by polar bears or something. Like they just went work Eaten by polar bears. Yeah. There's a twist. Um, <laughs> right. In chapter one. Corpses. <laughs> um, so I realized I had to have some sort of resolution for the power penguins who have been, as we saw them, were heading off to the Arctic. So right. that's where I came up with the main storyline, which is that these kids, many years later, sort of like shady penguin petting zoos have cropped up uh, in the town where the coppers used to live, and tourists come to, to do honor to the coppers. One of the shady businesses closed down, left behind two eggs. Mm-hmm. The eggs hatched, and the kids have little baby chicks to take care of. And uh, it's like we're in the Arctic to live with the proper penguins. And uh, when they're there, they realize the proper penguins have been outcompeting the local puffins. Hmm. And so the puffins are starving. And they decide their mission should be to bring all the penguins back to the Antarctic where they belong. So it's kind of like a full circle. It's where the proper penguins started in the 30s. Now they're back in 2020, back in the Antarctic. Bring them back. We gotta. Have, we gotta have something in 2020 to bring back. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> well, that is. So it, it is a little bit of uh, a, a little bit more uh, awareness yes. uh, <laughs> of the impact that we have on the ecology. Yeah. Uh, 
So it is it is a positive message. And uh, are there any other messages about uh, the environment woven into here? Um, yeah, well, I think, you know, there's, there's a way in which, especially in children's literature, we tend to steer right into the cute. Like, kids, we need to protect animals because they're cute. And um, yeah. penguins are definitely in that cute category. And so kids have a natural affinity for them. And certainly there's plenty of, you know, beauty shots of the penguins and the illustrations in the book. Um, but I also wanted to sort of look, like get a kid's eye view of, you know, it's actually the environment needs protecting because it's the natural world and, and it needs us, not because the cuddly members are in danger. Right. Right. Um, so kind of like in, in a way that's friendly for eight-year-olds, sort of broadening out a little bit from just the teddy bears and the penguins and the things that make it into the stuffed animal community. Mm-hmm. You know, the experience that you have, because you've written novels for adults, young adults, for children, you really walk that line and you have that experience to write a story such as, uh, you know, rescuing Mr. Popper's Penguins here or the Popper's Penguins Rescue. So, you know, you know, kudos to you for being able to walk that fine line and not step on toes. It was funny when you said in the intro that I had won children's award. It sounds like I like arched my way into like a eight year old, eight year old like go kart derby. Like, God damn it, I'm gonna win this. He's breaking <laughs> apart the pinata, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, I think it's, in, in children's literature, there's two modes of writing about animals. There's the endopromorphized mode where they have dialogue, they wear outfits, um, and then it's, there's a long history of that. And then there's also the slightly more realistic ones, like. Um, Popper, Mr. Popper Penguins and another Popper Penguin Rescue. Mm-hmm. My previous kids' books about animals were much more realistic. Right? They were about great apes. And I tried Absolutely. as best I could to treat them as the actual apes that they were. So there's a whole continuum of how we write about them. Nice. Yeah. So where does the story go from here? What's next for the Popper's Penguins? Oh, and you mean post the book. I thought you wanted me to just spoiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Read the book. It's the polar bear attack. <laughs> uh, is there room for a sequel? Um, I, I would love that. I think uh, there's no plans right now for a sequel, um, but I, I kind of took the liberty of making this book many decades after the original. Uh, so it doesn't say what year it is, but the kids don't have cell phones because cell phones wreck books like the kids could just use their gps when they're going up yeah. to the arctic and then you know use it to like steer their way down to the antarctic and all the adventure goes so for me this book it takes place somewhere in the 70s okay, okay. Um, so they got their compasses then, out then they got compasses and they're trying to figure out which way is north you got a cork and a needle that you rumped and so i think if there was a third book it might be like that take place far in the future. Not these characters, not this story. Oh, okay. Um, and that, also, that way you can also dodge the fact that penguins don't live that long. So and for kids, if they're wanting, there are penguins in the sequel, <laughs> not so much you can do unless yeah. it takes place right after the first Actually, ah. here in Detroit, uh, there is the largest penguinarium that is at the Detroit Zoo. Yeah. Um, and you could actually come and tour that and you can get up nice and up close with the penguins. You can actually go and see them swim around. You go in a little bubble and you just see them all around you. It's a, it's fascinating to see how these uh, birds interact with one another. It truly is. We love our penguins yeah. in, in Detroit. It's uh, it, it's it, it just uh, the, I, just the, the fascination with it. And it's like, you know, for me, the most memorable characters in Madagascar are the penguins. Yeah. Right? They're, uh, you know, they that's the it. I just, I just smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. They're just, they're the best, you know? Yeah. Uh, Remember and happy then, feet? Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, and then I was quoting uh, I was quoting Bugs Bunny earlier with that uh, penguins is practically chickens <laughs> when Bugs was trying to save that little baby penguin and and was running all over the world with him. Uh, I just uh, it's just it's, for whatever reason, why do you think it is that uh, penguins uh, are, are so beloved? Yeah, well, there's this. I think especially you know thinking about young people looking at penguins, especially it's um, there's this mixture of sleek and powerful and perfectly adapted and then incredibly awkward the moment that they hit land. So mm-hmm. like they're torpedoes in the water and then they waddle and fall over and, and seem very adorable once they're on land. Yeah. Um, so I think that's part of the appeal is the, the, the kind of like mix um, and that feeling that like, Oh, this is actually an animal that's a little bit of goofy. Like it screws up uh, is what it feels like. Um, the time that they stop being cute is when they open their mouths. If you've ever <laughs> Googled a picture of the inside of a penguin's mouth, oh. it is like out of like Call of Cthulhu <laughs> horror. It's like they have these little spines um, to prevent fish from being able to swim back out of their mouth. And so it's like oh my this, yeah, this like alien creature with spines all the way down its throat. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, so they're adorable. And then they open your mouth like, that is not cute. Are you, <laughs> are you scared like that, Sam? Are you scared? Uh, are you scared? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm loving the illustrations right. in this book. I really am. So, yeah. um, so Elliot, what uh, yeah. what's next? What's next for you? What do you got? Uh, what do you got going on? It's, so it's not a sequel to the Penguins. Do you have something in the works? Yeah, I do. I've got two animal-based books, very different books. Um, one is a series for young readers about the same age as this book, so like elementary school readers, called The Animal Rescue Agency. It's about a debonair lady fox and her rooster assistant, and they like save that. animals all over the world that are in ecological danger of some sort. It's like a Ocean's Eleven, but with animals. Okay. Conservation. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Sounds good. comes out in January. That'll be a series. It's at least three books. Oh, good. Hey, yay. Excellent. Right Excellent. on. And I'm writing a, a book for teenage readers uh, about the, the sort of same-sex behaviors that animals have in the natural world. Oh, um, like penguins. Yeah. It's like looking at 12 different animals, and how, including penguins, mm-hmm. um, and how they have a whole wide palette of uh, behaviors in the natural. Excellent. So you're using the Covidian timeline to, uh, you know, to write some uh, additional uh, stories. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta do something with all this home time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So Elliot can, uh, where can people find, find the books and, uh, is it just, uh, all your regular booksellers and is there, do you have a website yourself or anything? Uh, yep. Elliotrafer.com is my site, but, to buy the books, yeah, your normal bookshops, you know, these days, especially independent bookstores are suffering. So I always love sending people to bookshop.org, which you can put an order in that it ships just like very quickly, just like it would on Amazon, but it, the proceeds benefit your local independent bookstore. So I, they're a great resource. Yeah, they need us to survive this period. So. Uh, yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. So many, so yeah, so many businesses and, uh, yeah, struggling. Uh, can we pick on you a little bit? Uh oh! Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's not me. We're kind of so. Are right, we gonna? <laughs> we're gonna. We're gonna play a little game. So uh, I, I alluded oh, to no. it. Uh, I play. I alluded to it. No, Sam, you got an email. You get to be one of the mean people today. Fact or fiction? You decide. All right, Elliot, here we go. We're going to play a little game called Fact or Fiction. There's uh, three headlines ripped from the news. Two are absolutely true. One is completely false, made up by me earlier when I should have been feeding the penguins. Ah, shame on you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so three headlines. Two are true. One is false. 
uh, Samantha and Sam are, are digging those out of their emails as we speak. Yep. And we'll each throw one at you, and you have to decide which is the fake fact. And uh, I, Matt, did you find yours? I did. I have it right here in front of me. All I right. will read the first headline for you, Elliot. Are you All ready, right. sir? I'm ready. All right. Iceberg floats toward South Georgia, puts wildlife at risk. All right. Samantha, you want to read one? I, yes, I will read the second one. Dairy farmers find cows kissing at night. Wow, chicka, wow, wow. All right. Ooh. And uh, the third headline is 10-foot python removed from under car hood in Florida. Ooh. All right, there we go. Our three headlines. Let's read them again. Ellie, right. you got to pick the fake one here. All right, so first one is iceberg floats towards South Georgia, puts wildlife at risk. Dairy farmers find cows kissing at night. All right, and the third headline, 10-foot python removed from under car hood. In Florida. Elliot, which one of those is the uh, fake fact? <laughs> first of all, these, these all sound like those Facebook games where you take the first letter of your last name and you make a weird sentence. That is fantastic. Crazy stories. I Well, I'm going to go with two for Florida because anything can happen in Florida. I grew up in Tampa Bay and there's a big python problem and they get bounties if you kill pythons and show them their head. Their head. Like oh. Florida is its own place. So. I, I like his that process. That one I'm going to so say is probably true. Okay. I like and, his process, um, yes. The cow's kissing. If I knew you were fiction writers, I would say like your fiction training allowed you to create such a believably weird example, but it has to be true. So I'm going to go with the iceberg uh, heading towards South Georgia and endangering wildlife. Seven years of college down the drain. <laughs> no, the South Georgia, because in the Antarctic, the Arctic, there's a, a, a South Georgia island. Uh, not Georgia, the oh, state. That was, tr- that was sneaky. Yeah, so there is, and there is, uh, there is an iceberg heading towards the island of South Georgia. But it say island. Yeah, it's not written in here. No, that's the headline. <laughs> that's if you it read the island? story. In the story, it says that island. was tricky. Yeah, well, you can't click on the story, so they. Oh, I assumed it was the island. Uh, <laughs> oh, fair play, because he knows. He's like a penguin guy now. He knows. Oh. He, it's the big penguin viewing place. There's only 70 people that live there and millions of penguins. Right. So it's a good spot. See, there you go. I did not know that. <laughs> all right. Samantha, do you? All right. So out of those two, Samantha, we're down to a 50-50. You want to take a guess at the, the other two? Um, I think I know what it is because two of them are blue and one of them is black. Oh, okay. Oh, well, if you think that's. Okay. All right. Which one do you think is real? Which one do you think is real? I I I I sent it to you, okay. Sam. I know what it looks like. Which <laughs> one do you think is fake? Right. The what? 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 Fake one. I have to pick the fake one. Right? Yes, that, is that's true or this, false? That's how this works. Yes. Which you one's true? true one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which one's true? Um, which one's false? Sam? The false one. Okay, so let's go with <laughs> the, the cow one is false. I guess. Uh, uh, hold your calls, America. We have a winner. Yeah, there you go. Yes, Samantha. Normally, yeah. Elliot. Normally, we pick on Samantha and we make her try to guess, and then she I gets very angry because right. she rarely yeah. gets them right. So, phrase <laughs> because I just you were her phone a friend, getting it down to a fifty fifty. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, I listened to your previous episode, and I'm just relieved you didn't ask me how to how my car works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was not here for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fair play. Uh, well, Elliot, we appreciate you being with us, and thanks for uh, playing along. Uh, it's the the Popper Penguin Rescue, and what's the website again? Your website. 
Uh, just my full name, elliotschrafer.com, and bookshop.org is where you can best place to buy books. Perfect. Elliot, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks, Elliot. Thank you so much for having me. It's really a pleasure. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. You have a great evening. <laughs> All right. Samantha, we, we, I got more mystery animal clues for you, Samantha. Okay. Um, more mystery animal clues. We have, I should do, um, hang on. All right. What are we doing? I, well, I, I'm still watching uh, this mystery animal. You gotta, you gotta do the music, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's not. It's a... Stop! Stop all up! It's time for the mystery animal on Animal. All talk. right, Samantha, we got uh, our new Animal Talk mascot hanging out <laughs> in the. It's actually pretty freaking apropos. Uh, it's uh, our Animal Talk mascot hanging out in studio. You need to guess. The mystery animal, and I had a series of clues here, and you're going to try to guess. It's a herbivore. He's a mammal. Mm -hmm. I resemble a monkey, but we're not related. Actually, I'm related to armadillos and anteaters. Uh, If faced with a predator, they become sluggers, biting, fiercely hissing, slicing with their claws. Man, sounds vicious. Live mainly in trees, and they only come down once a week to poop. Honestly, me. <laughs> Honestly, okay, fair. <laughs> there is a green. There is a green algae that can grow on their fur, and it helps them blend in up in the trees. Huh. So they mm-hmm. have fur. Mm-hmm. I think I have an idea. They weigh somewhere between eight and seventeen pounds. They weigh about eight to seventeen pounds. Um, do you have a guess, Samantha? We'll, uh, we'll lemur. Take a, a lemur. Hmm. No, not a lemur. God, not a lemur. Yeah, well, Matt. They, Matt hey, knows because he's looking at him right now. But okay, a monkey. Okay, they look like a monkey, but they're not related to monkeys. They have long arms, arms, and that's why people think what they're related to armadillos and anteaters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Is an anteater? Some... Have you ever seen an anteater? Yeah, because um, they got really food. long hair. Yeah. Right, that really yeah. long. I, I was surprised. We got some anteaters at the Detroit Zoo. They're cool. Yeah, they are. You can't tell if they're standing there. You can't tell if they're coming or going. <laughs> My friend was terrified of them, so every time we went to the zoo, she would not like to see those. Um, All right, let me give you a couple more clues for our, our mystery like, animal. I don't know. Like, a couple what? more. They come from the tropical forests of Central and South America. Does that help you? <laughs> They're in trees. Mm-hmm. Up in trees, Central Gorilla. South America. Okay, so. here's the thing. Here's here's I, this one was cool. I did not know this. All right, and you could tell because he's there, and his back's to us, but he's looking at us. It's ah. freaky. You know how he does that? He's got an extra vertebrae yeah. in his neck, uh-huh. and it allows him to turn his head almost all the way around. Right, 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 right. Isn't that crazy? Is that nuts? It's he's like, like right he's, he's, he's there, but he's looking like over the other shoulder and back at us, which is freaky. It's like a long-haired Linda Blair. Dave, yeah. you're freaking me out a little bit. Knock it off. <laughs> we called him Dave. Um, this one might give it up. Are you Any guess yet, Samantha? Did we have any guesses on the comments? Oh. I literally have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. All right, let me. I'm looking. Let me look at the comments. It's if something that you made up. Uh, no, no. This is. Uh... I feel like I know nothing about animals. Well, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm really trying. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. I have an idea because I'm looking right at it. You're looking at. <laughs> yeah. Matt. Matt's got an idea. <laughs> guess so or what Jamie wants to. Guess. Oh, they want to let Luna in our recording studio. Uh, Jamie wants to let. I'm Luna downstairs. In. <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> so, um, all right. And then, uh, all right. I got a couple more clues I for think you. She can see him downstairs. A couple more clues. That's my boyfriend's mom. Oh, hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Um, <laughs> all right. More clues. More here's clues. Uh, this one might give it away. I can have two or three claws. Ooh, yeah. That gives it away. I give that's a, that's a claws. dead giveaway. I can have two or three claws. Yes. And uh, I have a round head, sad looking eyes, it's tiny a, ears, and a stubby claws. tail. And I work at the DMV. I sleep <laughs> about twenty hours a day. <laughs> and I live a, a slow and pretty motionless lifestyle. <laughs> Why didn't you say that as the first one? It is a slaw. Yeah. Yes. Why didn't I say that as the first one? Because then yeah, the game would be over after one clue. <laughs> And we would not have tormented you. Armadillos. And yeah, they're 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 related to anteaters and armadillos. Although they look monkey like, you would think they would be a mon- in the monkey family. Did you see the in picture, a primate family? Did you see the picture of the employee that working at the DMV? <laughs> I know that's that's why I brought it up because sloths are getting a bad rep with like working at. Oh no, some guy wore a Halloween sloth a Halloween mask at the, sloth, at, the yeah, DMV. at the DMV. But people are picking on the people who are like counting the votes as like you know sitting right. sloth so counting the. Yeah. Yeah, they're the like, they're like, who's counting the votes? Yeah. So the, the, the sloths are getting a, a bad, a bad rap right kind now. Of, yeah, and I, I feel, I feel bad for them. So was it apropos because I kept looking at you? Uh, it, Jamie like... guessed it was a, <laughs> Jamie was guessing it was a sloth. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I said earlier, I said, yeah, it was pretty, uh, apropos that, yeah. uh, for the animal talk mascot to yeah. be a sloth. <laughs> Hell, if I could sleep 20 hours a week, Wait, he's my hero. In there? You guys are lying. What? Oh, you're lying. Yeah. You don't actually have a sloth. No, we don't. But you know who does? Who just got one? Who? Our friend Brian, Brian Barchek. Did he? He's got one at the at, at the reptarium. Yeah. So oh, we could go no. hold a sloth if we want to. I'm yeah, we can so good. Yeah. Yeah. For ten thousand dollars. Yeah. No, we're not going to. No, we're not going to steal a sloth. Uh, no, no. I was just going back to the. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I don't want to steal a sloth. I want. I, I want to steal a sloth. I would never steal an animal. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, it's, I'm pretty excited about, uh, I want to go to the reptarium cause I went, uh, last year I went to, it was after Christmas. It was like, uh, in February I took my nieces. Yeah. Uh, cause my one niece, uh, Lily, she is nuts about the snakes yeah. and, uh, she's, she, is she's like, Oh yeah, you know, I, I love animals and you know, there's this guy, Brian Barczyk. He's like, I go, I, I know him. She's like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I go, he was on my radio show for uh, you know, three, five years or something. And, and she's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, way. Let me text him. Same, you know, <laughs> and he's like, come on down anytime. And so, yeah. So Does we're going to have the alligator. Was it an alligator? Yep. Yep. He's got two little ones, an albino and then a black one. And oh, it's like cool. salt and pepper. Yeah. So. I want to go. I, I still, I think it'd be Wait. super cool. Yeah. We got to do an animal talk trip over to, uh, Brian Barchek's, uh the Reptarium Zoo. Hey. If you're in Metro Detroit, it's it's a great thing, and they have they have uh, he he does some cool stuff, and they they have appointments so you can be socially distanted, nice, uh, and do do tours socially distanced, and then they have um, like sensory tours for kids with like special needs. Uh, if they need a quieter space oh, wow. uh, or different type of lighting, uh, they accommodate for that. Uh, and then if kids are, you know, more tactile or, or blind or something mm-hmm. or, you know, so they, they set up special tours for kids with different special needs. Brian, he's got a heart fantastic. the size of the Grinch's after it was after, 40 yeah. times big. He's, uh, <laughs> he's not, he's not Grinchy at all. He's a wonderful human being. So anyway, but, uh, yeah, the, the reptarian yeah. zoo. I always watch his videos where he, um, 
like all the snake egg videos where he like opens the eggs and everything. I yeah. love watching those. I think they're so cool when he like opens them and gets them out and everything. I'm yeah. like, this is so cool. Uh, yeah, Brian. Brian's pretty awesome. So yeah, we're gonna we'll do an animal talk tour. Uh, over there, and we get to play hang out with a, a sloth, and maybe he'll let us bring it back to the studio for a day or two. Right. <laughs> but let me bring him, let me bring him back for show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> I got something for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me show you something. All right. So um, that, I think, brings us to this. Who's back? It's time for the Bad Animal Joke of the Week. All right, here we go. Bad Animal Joke of the Week. Samantha, are you ready for these? Yes. All righty, here we go. How does a penguin build a house? Um, with igloos. No, with igloos. Oh, it glues God. it together. <laughs> there you go. That's it. You were on track. You were on track. You were on track. All right. So a penguin, Matt. Penguin yes. walks into a pub, uh-huh. says to the barman, yes. hey, barman, have you seen my brother? And the barman says, well, what does he look like? <laughs> the penguin. The penguin, yeah. Uh, yeah. What does he look like? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I told it to Matt. Yeah, it, Sam's not impressed. Sam's not laughing at that. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So a guy sees a lonely penguin wandering down streets. Mm-hmm. So he grabs him and, and takes him to the nearest police station to ask for advice. Sure. So, officer, I found this penguin. What should I do? And the cop's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's crazy. What's he doing here? Take him to the zoo immediately. <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, okay, good good idea. So a couple hours later, the police officer's out on his beat. And uh, he's looking uh, through you know windows and just keeping an eye on the community. And he sees a guy holding hands walking down the street with a penguin. <laughs> And he goes out there. He's like, what are you doing? And he starts yelling at me. He's like, I thought I told you to take him to the zoo. And he goes, yeah, we did. It was great. Now we're going to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jamie, Penguin walks into a bar. Yeah, yeah. He goes, barkeep, give me a shot of whiskey. It's sardine back. <laughs> Bartender says, oh, my God, a talking penguin. <laughs> uh, all right. So a guy runs into a bar. He yells out, quick. How tall is a penguin? <laughs> Bartender says, I'm about three feet tall. He's like, oh, my God, I think I ran over a nun. <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. No, only three feet tall. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, because what he ran over was taller than three feet tall. So it wasn't a penguin. It was a nun. And she was wearing a habit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wait, it was the penguin? <laughs> no, I thought we resolved this. <laughs> oh, so we had Mike Morris on the show before, right? Yes, uh, yes, noted did. Detroit uh, television lawyer, yes. attorney, yes. right? So oh, when yeah. I become a lawyer, I want to I want to defend uh, the billboards, right? Right, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to be an attorney one day, uh, and when I do, I want to defend uh, a penguin. Okay, just so I can say uh, to the judge, Your Honor, my client is not a flight risk. <laughs> See, I'll give you that one. <laughs> All right, last one. Last one. Right. Last one, last one. Uh, oh, I was going to tell this one to Elliot. Crap. All right. Is he still here? No, he no, he's gone. No, he's like. I remember that one guy like stayed. 
Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That was great. That's awesome. And then he was like commenting yeah. about it all later. All right, last joke here though. Uh I've written book a book on, on penguins. You I, have? I have. I've written a book on penguins. It would have been a lot easier to do it on paper. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't just don't stay. <laughs> on oh, on like, penguins. Yeah. All right. I was just like I was like <laughs> <"Ba -dum -bum."> <laughs> 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 All right, Samantha, tell people stuff. We are done. Yes. <laughs> um, I never know how to start these. Um, so you can start with a thank you. If you thank you for listening, if you liked this, you should follow us on our social media pages. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook are all at Animal Talk Radio. Follow those. Do the comment thing. Do whatever you want. Um, and then we have our website, www.animaltalkradio.com. And then merchwearingfunny.com. Sorry, I'm going to speed it up. That's okay. good. No, that's fine. That's fine. No, you're good. You're good. Thank you so much. That's how you find us. There you go. Uh, Jamie, Jamie was commenting on our joke. She says, I think you have to be over 45 to really appreciate most of these jokes. <laughs> Which is... Uh, Jamie is actually uh, very true. You have to be yeah. uh, over forty-five, but with the mentality of a twelve-year-old. So it's it's a unique demographic <laughs> that we're after. This is niche that we're over forty-five, and yet it's a fine line. It really is. twelve years old at heart. So uh, there we go. Like, subscribe, leave a comment. Appreciate everybody hanging out. Matt Fox, appreciate you. Happy to be here. Thank you, uh, Sam Nork. Uh, good luck That's with your me. car hunting. And uh, yes, it's uh, just go to uh, www.samnork. No, what is what's your Sam, Nork Sam Nork needs a car dot com. <laughs> Send her money. Um, what is no? What's your your uh, is it, is your website Sam is rocking? Yes. All right. Yeah. So, are you? Do you have anything on sale right now? Uh, I think I have a few prints left. But I think I was going to do another run because I got to get a car and I'm still thinking about doing it. I probably will do it. I just got to figure out which ones I want. Sam is an so amazing I uh, photographer uh, of people and concerts uh, and events. And um, she sells some of her prints and, and uh, they sell out. Mm -hmm. They sell yep. out like crazy. It's amazing. So uh, go throw money at Sam because she's trying to buy a car. Right. Uh, because we don't give her any money. So. <laughs> No, it's okay. I'm I'm here because I like to be here. <laughs> okay. I'm messing with you, Samantha. So, uh, but yeah. So, good luck with the car hunt, and uh, till next time. Please have an exotic week. And kiss your wild thing for me. <laughs> <laughs>